always got a gal pal for ya. I've got Courtney Hurtenstein, my childhood friend. Hi. Um, so do you have first memories of me? Because we go way mm. back. I don't know if you know how far back we go. We go like kinder. Were you at Pinecrest? Yeah. So we go like kindergarten. Yeah, because the other day uh, when I was home for Thanksgiving, Amy and I were watching home videos oh, and yeah. it was my birthday at Olivia's dollhouse. <laughs> And little old Courtney Hurtenstein, uh, like, I, I was like, these people, like, oh my god, I didn't know that it went so far back, and then I felt bad that I didn't remember that I knew you back then. I was like, wait, why do I only think it started in junior high? That's like, I think when, like, my memory really kicked in, because a lot of my friends, I'm like, so what's your first memory? And I'm always thinking it's going to be junior high, and it's way further back, and I'm like, I'm a shit friend. Yikes. Do you remember in Pinecrest, I don't know if... This is not just in my imagination. A shoebox, a white sheet of paper, a glob of paint, and a marble. Mm. And you'd like move that around. Oh, yeah. Also, riding on the cart into the kitchen and helping for stickers. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so, lo- that's so young. How old are you when you're in preschool? Like four? I think so, because you're six when you're in first grade. Really? Yeah. How old are you when you start high school? Depends. I There was a 13-year-old who was a freshman when I was a senior, but typically it's 14. Okay. Because you're 16 when you're a sophomore, usually. It's so crazy how you're so excited to go to high school, and then now as an adult, like, you look back, and I'm just like... You were a child. What a horrible time. Like, it was so horrible. Like, why? And it meant nothing. I know. It's all like, it's no. It's just a race from everybody's memory. Oh. What was your favorite subject in high school? English. Why? I loved writing. I loved Mr. Kasdorf. Did you ever have Mr. Kasdorf? I don't think so. I don't think so. He was brilliant. He was such an asshole. And he Yet would, you loved him oh, so. Yeah. He'd be like, Corny, this is just awful. Like, this, all of this is wrong. <laughs> And I would just be like, thank you for telling me the truth. Now I'm going to get better. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure. Okay. She I just remember her dad was a... De- oh, she did? Mm-hmm. Her dad was a dentist. I remember that I was too bossy for her. She ended up not being able to be friends with me because we recorded a song once. And I, I told her she was doing it wrong. <laughs> and then, like, we were playing once. I told her she was doing it wrong. So she could not hang. But I also watch, like, home videos of Jesse and I. And I'm literally just bossing her around. And I'm just like... Why was I so bossy? It was Katie's way when I went over to your house. I don't understand why. Why couldn't I let everybody do what they want? You wanted to make a dance up? We were making a freaking dance up. And my mom explained it to me and she goes, I think because your sister never did anything with you that you wanted to do, you would make your friends do what you wanted to do with her. And I was like... It's so sad and probably so true. It's accurate, man. Same with me, though. Were you, like, terrified to hang out with me as a little kid because no. it was so intense? No. Okay, thank My God. My favorite thing was riding on your golf cart. We would just go in circles for freaking hours. Just That shit was amazing. We had, like, I don't know why, but in the neighborhood we lived in, it was McMillan Ranch in Santa Clarita. And it, everybody had, like, either a quad or, like, a golf cart. or And we would just, like, ride around on them like it was no big deal. And it was just the life. 
And it, it had the Thompsons mm-hmm. airbrushed on the front of it in blue. You wouldn't let me drive it. Never. I'm sure that was my mom <laughs> that was like, you're Truth. not allowed to let anybody drive God. this. I could see that happening. One time I backed in to like a water heater or something. <laughs> and uh, we were going to Keisho that night. And I was really afraid that they were going to take away my Keisho privileges because they backed into it. And my mom was like, it was an accident. We're not going to take away your dinner because you accidentally backed into it. If you purposefully ran into the house, we would have a different problem. But you're sobbing. So you clearly didn't. Everything's okay. We can still go to Keisho. And I was like, oh, thank God. Everything was all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keisha was the place where I always knew I'd see the Thompsons. It's, it was, I want to say we went there, like, twice a week when I was younger. And then as it, as we got older, I would have to, like, beg Dad because it's, it was 30 minutes away from the house. Who, now, after being on the radio and waking up at 4 a.m., I don't know how the man dealt with three children. I would have been kicking them in the teeth. They would have been on the ground. Like, I-, I was so tired all the time. I couldn't even hang out with my friends. I don't know how he had children. So, yeah, yeah. Getting him at, go to go, like, further places. We would go to the golf course a lot. Yep. Robinson Ranch. Robinson Ranch. Um, did, where was, like, y'all's go-to dinner place when you went out? If we were going to stay in Canyon Country, mm-hmm. we'd go to Backwoods Inn. Steakhouse. It actually is pretty freaking legit. Okay. They had like straw on the floor. It still still does. Why? I'm not sure. Maybe because they sell they have peanuts in like the waiting area mm. and it like covers it up. I just loved that place so much. Um, when I was a kid, my dad would make Valentine's Day super special for me and Amy mm-hmm. and take us out on a date. And we would like dress up and he would ring the doorbell and we would answer the door as if it was a date. And he would like give us each a gift and like flowers and like chocolate and like a bear. And then he would take us to Backwoods Inn for a steak. And it was like the example of like how a guy is supposed to treat you like on a date and like showing us that he appreciated his daughters. It was so sweet. We would always go to Backwoods Inn. And so like when you said that, I was like, oh my God, I haven't thought about it in so long. I would get the like petite filet and it was like encrusted in bacon mm-hmm. then they would get the twice baked potato oh. and then usually french fries as well i would really double up on that tape you know mm-hmm. um and then i think i would do a salad because they had oh, yeah. really good salads they there bacon bits with so days. many bacon bits oh. i was about to fucking say it i've never be- i'm so excited about this backwards in conversation <laughs> I, I i could actually cry oh. it's so good um where else did you ever go to that like piccola toritola place pico rico is or that... Piccola Trattoria. That. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, I miss it. That was the secret. That was the sister um, Italian restaurant to Caruso's. And yeah. Growing up, my boyfriend worked at Caruso's. Oh really? So we knew the owners of both the places. But Piccola is like the fancier one, and it was really freaking. good. It was so good. I would get the some chicken. What's the chicken with capers? Chicken pagata. I would get that, and it was just so good. Oh my gosh, I miss Santa Clarita restaurants that just taste like home. I was driving by Islands the other day with somebody, and they were like, I've never eaten at an Islands. It's so gross. And I was like, okay, well, I ate it three days ago. It was amazing. And I was like, but I also don't know if I think it's amazing because I grew up going there or because it could just be one of those things. That's my dad's favorite restaurant. So whenever we go out to eat, we literally go to Islands. I've been with you to (laughs) Islands. We were coming back from like Palm Springs or San Diego. Where did we go? Maybe Vegas. No, it was, it was like 
it was in a, a pool type place and there was like a pool house involved and a beach. Oh, maybe San Clemente? I don't know, but we listened to, I kept, I was listening to a lot of Panic at the Disco and The Used. Love them both. So I was doing a lot of that. You taught me about lotioning for the first time (laughs) because you got out of the shower and you would do this thing, right? And you would do it really fast. And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like putting on lotion. Then you would take your arms and like do your back. And I'll never forget like seeing you do your entire, I still to this day cannot do my entire back in the swipes that you were able to do it in. But you were like, yeah, you got to lotion everything. And ever, literally ever since then, I lotion my entire body. You taught me the ways. Um, but back to islands, I remember, uh, on the way home, we stopped at islands, but I had had a lot to drink, I guess, before, and I was having, like, issues with peeing, but I didn't want to ask your parents to stop a lot. So when we went to islands, I was wondering in my head if I should order soup, because I didn't know if soup was, like, drinking too much, and I didn't want it to make me pee more. (laughs) That is so hilarious. It's a a very interesting story, but I do remember going to Islands, and I love Islands. That tortilla soup is so dank. It's so good. He always gets the shorebird. The what? Oh, the shorebird. Mm -hmm. The tacos? No, the actual chicken burger. Oh, oh. Oh, I like a real burger. What do you get when you go? I get the shorebird. Okay. The only burgers I like is In-N-Out. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't love burgers. I get bored of them, and then I start deconstructing them halfway through, and then I just end up not eating any of it. Oh, well, that is what I do. I do eat half of it and then eat the eat everything other than the meat. Yeah. I don't know why I do that. Um, but to me, there's something about In-N-Out that I have to eat it there, or it's not good. Yeah. Because it gets soggy, and then, like... It's not good. And then if I get animal fries, they're like cold and hard by the time I get home. Yeah. And that's not what I want. Oh my God. It sounds so good. Yeah, now I want In-N-Out. Jesus, it sounds great. Um, But I do love In-N-Out, but I have to eat it there. Mm -hmm. But there's also a Jersey Mike's next to my In-N-Out. Ooh. So often what I'll do is when I'm really hungover, for some reason I crave a Jersey Mike sandwich and animal fries. So I go and hit the double and then I go home and that I'll, I'll eat the animal fries really quickly first because they're still somewhat hot by the time I get home. You have a good system. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, it's a good one. Do you have a hangover food? Mac and cheese. Mm. What kind though? Just craft. Like oh, real straight. I got us. I have to do a craft rant craft. If you're listening, um, it sucks now. I realize that you took stuff out of it for it to be healthier or whatever. But as they say, here for a good time, not a long time. Do you not notice that it tastes different? It does. Like where in, and in the commercial, they're like, it's like they make it for their kids. And then like the kids are eating it and the parents are like trying to steal some and they do. And then the slogan's like, taste just like you remember. No, bitch, it doesn't. So... That's not a good slogan. So either bring back my original boxed Mac or get out. Even the home style one. The blue one in the box changed and they changed the shape of the noodle. Truth. You you can't do that. Mm -mm. You can't take my classic things, my classic craft, and change them into these different things. It's like Disneyland changing stuff. 
How do you feel about oh, this? I'm livid. What are you livid about? First of all, the pricing tiers on the passes is just unacceptable. They now don't even have the lower ones, and it's only the deluxe and up. Mm -hmm. And the select is, like, so fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's, like, ridiculous. No. I ask Santa for a pass, um, and he usually comes through. So that is the only way that I would be able to go. I mean, I could probably, if, if you want to pass, it's currently, I think, like a hundred and something down. And then uh, like seven, uh, I don't know. I looked it up the other day. I'm misquoting. But it used to be you could get a pass for uh, 90 down and then $20 a month. And, like, I paid 600 for the premium when I was yeah. in college. But if you go six times out of a year, you pay for it itself. It's now over a grand to get the highest one. And yeah. you have blackout dates. Nobody actually has no blackout dates now. The highest one doesn't. No, I hear that during Christmas holiday times, it still does. Oh, really? That's what I've been told. I have the pass that doesn't allow me to go at Christmas. But I don't want to be there the two weeks of Christmas. And I also won't be there because... Uh, I'm usually away in North Carolina, so it's not really an issue. Um, do you have a pass now? No, but fun fact about Disneyland, my parents just went to the candlelight service with my aunt because mm -hmm. she's members of the club, the Club 33. Oh, really? So they went, and apparently it wasn't that crowded, yeah. and it was great, but they were telling me that Star Wars Land, once it opens up, it's going to be an additional fee to get into the actual land. It's not going to be actually part of your ticket anymore. I have to say, though, that's pretty genius because who's not going to want to get into it? Because I'm even the sucker who will pay for Max Pass Same. because I can now ride everything I want really quickly and I don't have to walk back and forth to it, which is half of the day anyway. True. Um, and I can just get drunk and then collect all of my rides at the end of the day. And it's amazing. Having a Coke during this was a terrible idea. <laughs> I am burping off a storm. Oh, my gosh. Where are your favorite places to get drinks on Downtown Disney slash in California Adventure? Um, I usually, I found out about the uh, seasonal ciders that they have over at the beer cart. Because um, I thought that they just had the beer cart over where the restaurants are near the entrance to Cars Land. But at that wine place, mm -hmm. they have one sign that's all wine. And I thought that was it. Mm -hmm. But it ain't. If you go to the other side, it's all beer and cider. It's incredible. And, I mean, it's expensive to get drunk at Disneyland. But I feel like it's moderately priced. Like $9.95 for a beer. Is that crazy? It's like an entire beer. Yeah. It's not bad. I don't know. I feel like at bars, it's a lot more. Like, I've, I've paid, like, 13 for a beer and been like, what? Is it 28 yeah. ounces? <laughs> Why is it so much money? Oh, my God. I tried um, to go to the happy hours on Downtown Disney. If you time it right. I did not know that that was a thing. So, Tell me more. Yeah, so Naples used to have it, but mm -hmm. then they restructured their entire stupid restaurant. But the outside bar, you know what I'm talking about? I think it's called... The, the, the to-go? No, it's, like, the fancy one that's... Pass oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That outside bar has happy hours. So you can oh. get like $10 glasses of wine that are actually pretty good. And I think it's like $8 beers. And oh, you wow. can just sit out and relax. And Tortilla Joe's, I think, does have a happy hour during the week. Have you been to Splitsville? No, where's that at? It's in downtown Disney. It's the bowling alley. Is it where it took over ESPN? Yeah. No, it took over the House of Blues. 
Oh. But I also haven't been down there to see it. I haven't been down in downtown Disney in a really long time. We should go to Disneyland together, though. I would love that. Okay, great. I love getting drunk at Disneyland. It's my favorite thing to do. It's Okay, yes. If cool. I could just do it for cheaper, <laughs> and I don't want to sneak it in because it's not worth it to me. Like, I can't get my... I do not want to go to Disneyland jail. So I've always snuck it in and I've never gotten caught. Really? Yeah, it's super easy. You put it in a Gatorade bottle and you just take half of the Gatorade out and then you fill the rest up with vodka and then you just sip on it the entire day and you're getting electrolytes by doing that. So I think it's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then like, I don't, just the thought of, of getting caught. Like I've been, I, okay. So I smoke weed, so I smell like weed often and I went, the other day and I got stopped by the dogs and he's like do you have weed on you I was like no why would I bring weed into the park he was like well I mean the dogs are sniffing you so and I was like well, you can go through my bag like I don't have anything on me I smell like it but I don't have anything on me and also I'm very allergic and I have on shorts please get your fucking dog off of me love him and all but oh my god and it's like you're ruining my high <laughs> that I just worked on <laughs> Also, it's legal. Yeah. So, well, they're making people take their G pens out and put them in evidence bags, or you can go and put it back in your car. They now also know the brands of all of the G pens. Yes. This is new because my yeah. friend brought in his pen. And he was like, "Yeah, it's an e-cigarette," and they're like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, no, that was not what it was like the day that I was there. Now, since that day, it hasn't been that intense. So I don't know if that was like a one day thing that like has happened and like whatnot, but I haven't, I just don't even try to take in anything anymore. Cause I'm like, it's not, I don't want to fucking deal with people being all like, you know. The anxiety's real. Yeah. Like Jesus, I'm just trying to be high at Disneyland. Sorry. <laughs> why is this such a problem? If people can be really drunk at Disneyland, why can't people be high? I don't understand why it's looked down on so much. And even telling the story, I'm like, am I going to cut it out? Am I going to keep it in? And it's like, why? It's just marijuana. Doesn't everybody smoke it? And it's legal. And yeah. it's better than alcohol in many instances, especially if you just ingest it in a brownie or something like that. Like our yeah. society is so backwards when it comes yeah. to like things like marijuana. It's and for me, because I use it for anxiety because I overdosed on Xanax and it was like a whole thing. But like for me, it's just like a way for me to to be calm when like I start to get shaky or when like I'm having a panic attack or like whatnot. It's not like for me to like, oh my God, I'm just like so high at Disneyland. Like it's not like that. It's like I just like to have the shit on me that I always have that makes me feel comfortable. Like I'll use a, a tinchker, those things that you put under your tongue. Those things are incredible. They work in like 30 seconds. Like I'm so calm. It's so nice. So like I can't take that in. They looked at, I have a powder, um... Uh, sunscreen because mm -hmm. I don't like the feeling of sunscreen and like I, I put it like up on my scalp too and he was like what is this what's inside of it and I was like sunscreen and he was like it's a powder I was like yeah it's powdered sunscreen read the label dude and then he read it and he was like oh like what do you what do you think I'm trying to take like motherfucking cocaine into Disneyland in a clear container they're doing the most that's not how I would do it mm -mm. and I have never had cocaine have you yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not worth the aftermath. Uh, no, I hear it's just terrible. Just sinus. I have yeah. such sinus allergy issues that okay. like, and it lasts for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, now what? It's like, whatever. So. And I hear that it also ruins, like if you're drunk, it just gets rid of it. Yeah. 
Well, it is nice if you're at a festival and you are fucking cross out of your mind and you're like, I'm going to pass out right here. If you just take a bump, then you're like, all right, I'm back. Yeah. But is, is it like more than a Red Bull? No, I, it's like slider for me. What's slider? Like, like, it's just, it's just like a notch down. Like, I don't even feel like it's like, whoa, it's just kind of like, gets me into normal. Okay. Which maybe that means that I'm just, you know, going too hard at festivals, which <laughs> definitely that is the case. So what, is, what festivals have you been to? I haven't been to many lately, but I used to go to Outside Lands a lot. What is Outside Lands? Outside Lands is in San Fran, and okay. it's like in Golden State, Golden State Park, okay. and super cool. People go like weeks before and like hide their bongs and weed and shit in the actual park to then get it because it's the entire fucking park, right? So like I was there and my friend had his entire bong and we're just taking rips and like such a cool vibe. We we like hit an entire bottle of vodka. Also, if you just get, like, those um, caps on Amazon that, like, look like they're sealed, uh-huh. we stuck in, like, two liters of vodka, and it was amazing. Because it just looks like water, yeah. and if it's sealed, yeah. I didn't know they had sealed things. It, it was a difficult task to try to figure out, but once yeah. we did it, it yeah. was great. And like That's incredible. Yeah. You bury it at the park it's going to be at and retrieve it later. I've seen... Like, the memes and, like, the stuff on the internet. But to hear that somebody's actually witnessed it and been a part of it, that's incredible. Oh, my God. What music is at Outside Lands? Like, what type? It's a lot of, like, electronic, funk, alternative. Like, Florence is there. Um, Is everybody, like, half naked? Yeah. But it's freezing. Oh, perfect. Because, you know, San Fran, it never gets warm. It's in, what is it, in August? So then... But why not consider more clothing? That's never an option for no? women at festivals. No? Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard of Snow Globe in Tahoe? No. Bitches wear no clothes in like 20 degree weather when it might be snowing outside. People die at this festival because women decide not to wear clothes. <laughs> well, it's okay. absolutely ridiculous. That's extreme. But I feel, I mean, I, I hear the theory is if you cover your head, mm-hmm. hands, feet, and like... I don't know, maybe like your stomach or your bobs or like neck. Oh, your neck. It's your neck. That you won't, you could walk out and be naked and not be cold. So, I mean, if they have on like fur, 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 and then like nothing, maybe. But also like, what about just like like a bodysuit, you know? Maybe that's warmer. It's too rational. Why, Why would we do that? I... I've never been to, I've, I've been to Coachella only for work stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie, I fucking hated it. It was long, it was a lot of dirt, there were porta-potties I had to wait so long for, um, I was too scared to smoke weed, because I felt like I was going to get caught, and I heard that it was a big deal if you did, and I, it was at work, so I didn't want to deal with that, um... I got to see, like, Guns N' Roses, which was cool, but, like, I was just so tired from being there all day. I got to see Zed, which was cool, because I've never seen an electronic thing happen with all the lights and everybody jumping at the same time. And what I like about that now is that every time I hear one of the songs that I heard at that, I think about it. And then I was also in Vegas with, like, two girls and ended up at a 
pool party, one of those pool parties with the like thousands of people. I did, okay, I, I would never end up there ever in my life. And I was there and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? There's so many people. And I'm like, and Zed's here. And I was like, oh my God, I love you. I saw you at Coachella. This is great. We had a connection. We, here I am, like all the way back out here in my little retro <laughs> bathing suit. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that's my, that's my only festival experience is those Coachellas and I'm all set. I'm not good at drinking. Um, I can go for about three hours. It makes me so sleepy, but that's also probably because I'm blunting in the middle of it too. So, I, you know, I'm probably just really tired from that as well. But it's also like you drink at night and I'm not good at night. <sighs> How do people do it? I've never been able to be a pro at this. Yeah. And consistently, I'm trying to work on my drunk self. Mm. So mm. that's a thing. Yeah. It's rough out there for for a pimp, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to learn the ways of... But I'm also doing it really late because I didn't have my first drink until I was 25, 24. What? I'd never been drunk until then. Why? That's I had 20? always just smoked weed and then I got addicted to Xanax and luckily didn't drink during that because I would have literally died. Yeah. I mean, I overdosed, but I would have died long before that. Um, and then after like a year of being sober, I like went out with friends and they were like, do you want to have a shot? And I never had one before and I had one and it was like a shot of tequila. I was like, well, this is pretty cool. This is nice. And then after, you know, a few nights of too many tequila, I cannot have tequila anymore at all. Not even margaritas. Oh my God. Maybe in a few years. Um, it makes me like projectile scromit. Um, scromit is scream vomiting. Um, it's when I'm just yelling because I'm in so much pain and it just, it's to the point now where it's beer and champagne or wine. I cannot handle hard liquor. Can you? I try to stay away from it. Anything hard, I'm out for the count and I'm vomiting. Mm -hmm. And I black out. Like, Corny's for sure going to black out if I take shots now. I, I've only blacked out twice and they were both right before I started vomiting intensely. Um, one for my sister's bachelorette and then another when I went like out in WeHo for like the first time and had like six margaritas and ended up with like my hair in the toilet while I was vomiting and it was like really gross and then woke up in a pool of my vomit. It's really cool, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, Amy's Bachelorette. I, they had these drinks that had tequila and rum in them and I had like three of them and then like three shots of tequila. And even though I had had like so much to eat, it just did not matter and I was just wasted gone I I don't remember an hour and then I remember way too much <laughs> I was like almost shitting my pants while throwing up it was cool oh, have you ever had that no but I like literally don't remember nights but do you throw up or you can handle it now I can handle it that's crazy but the problem is I have delayed hangovers now. So the yeah. next day, around 6 p.m., yeah. I'll start throwing up. Wow. Yeah. That it, late? Well, it do depends. you like do you feel bad and then you wait all day to eat and then it hits you? Because that happened to me. I got I was really hungover 
And I went to work and I like wasn't hungry. Jesus, the soda was the worst choice, but it's so good. <laughs> um, and I was really hungover and I had like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but that was it. And like just around five, I was so nauseous. And I was like, I have to eat something. So I had Chipotle, which then ended up ruining me this morning. So why does Chipotle ruin the body so much? Just goes through you. I don't understand it. Just, just and why do I continue to do it? It's, it's glorious. It gives me the, the cramps, the, mm-hmm. the poop cramps, mm-hmm. the ones that hurt. The ones where I feel like I'm starting my period, but then I realize it's just the Chipotle hot salsa. Yep. Like, if I don't get the hot salsa, it's fine. Yeah. But what is Chipotle without the hot salsa? If I'm not in pain, it's not worth it. Because, like, while I'm eating it, I'm like, this is so great. It's like when I go to the movie... And I have movie nachos. And with every bite of movie nacho, I need a jalapeno. Now, five jalapenos, eight jalapenos, sure. 30 jalapenos later, we got a problem. And the next morning, it's... I don't understand how a butthole can feel so spicy. (laughs) It's so crazy. It's like you can't sit down for 15 minutes. It's like, you're like, do I need to take a shower? Do I need to get an ice cube? Like, what do I need to do? And then like, you get like a wet wipe and you put it on it and it like stings more. And it's like, why? Why did I do this? It's me and red crushed pepper. What's, oh, like, uh, like, like this, on your pizza. On, really? If I have too much of that now. It's like, nope. Does your actual asshole sting? Yeah, it burns. Oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm not the only one. Yeah. Do you get heartburn now? Yes. Oh my God. What is happening? I'm like 30 now and no. I'm like, what? Oh, I turn 25. If I eat spaghetti, if I have lasagna, anything red sauce or like spicy or anything like that, I have to take a Zantac and thank God for it. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, that shit works. It will get rid of your heartburn. It's mm-hmm. incredible. But I just don't understand what it is about our age now that's making it to where we have heartburn and fire holes shooting out of our assholes. It's a quarter of a century. I used to be able to eat so many hot Cheetos and jalapenos and have no issue. What happened to that sweet, sweet hole? <laughs> what a convo for my listeners. If you were thinking about dating me, just give me a call out. <laughs> Yikes. Just talking about my butthole. I recently got into trouble with a guy that I was I was dating because he listened to the podcast and I had spoken about him and he did not like what I said and he got very upset and it's never my intention ever to hurt anybody's feelings about what I'm saying cuz like I'm not like he was like, you made me feel like an idiot. And I was like, I didn't mean to make you feel like an idiot. I was just talking about the stuff on the date that I thought was kind of crazy. Um, and I was like, that doesn't mean that I like wouldn't see you again. It's just like these were the things that, you know, I was like, oh. So I learned a lesson. Don't talk about them right after you <laughs> wait six months so that they're not going to know about it. Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But if we go out on a date and you talk about really wacky fucking shit, I got to fucking talk about it. Like, you know, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I did feel bad. Because, like, I put myself in his shoes. If I were seeing, not even really seeing somebody, because, like, I didn't even know if I wanted to see him again, realistically. Um, Oof, I hope he doesn't listen again. Um, But 
Uh, cause I was like texting him, but like, I was kind of actually figuring out like, do I tell him that I'm not interested? Like, and I was getting to the point where I was going to tell him like, Hey, so I just think, you know, like blah, blah, blah. But then he beat me to it by listening to my podcast and realizing that I wasn't all that into it. Um, but yeah, I'm never trying to like slander anybody's personalities. I'm just talking about the real shit that goes on. It's, constru- it's constructive criticism, honestly. Like, yeah. I think he should probably take that and apply it to his next date. And maybe I was, don't say crazy shit. Yeah, I just don't talk about your ex-girlfriend the entire time. Yeah, And the porn that you posted with her. <laughs> it's all things you don't want somebody that you're talking to to, like, hear. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot for a first date. Yeah. It was just so much. Have you had any dates like that? I've had some rough ones. Um, let's hear them. I just recently went on a date with okay. a guy, okay. and he took me to a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. I met him at a bar, and I was blacked out, of course. So cool. I don't remember giving my number, but he was super cool over text. Okay. Well, I finally asked for his IG handle before we met up, and he's like straight 40 years old. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay, this is happening. Okay. And I was like, oh, I want to be nice, and he seems cool, so whatever. Okay. So I get there, and he goes, so what is a sake bomb? And I go, oh, no. So we order sake and we order beer and like, we're at like a pretty nice like sushi restaurant. So I'm like, let's just like, you know, sip on it. It's not a big deal. But as the date progresses, all we order is edamame and four sushis. Four. So that means two and two and that's dinner. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, like the check comes. And I was like, would, do you want help? Cause I'm always going to be like, you want me to pay for it? And he goes, no, you've got the next one. And I just looked at him and I was like, what next date do you think is going to happen? Like, (laughs) I am really confused by this entire situation. And he kept trying to pursue me. And finally I was like, you know, I'm just not into this. And then he goes like, can I ask you like, why? Like, you're just such an amazing person. And he would not stop sending me five paragraph text messages. So finally I just blocked him. You should have just been like, you didn't buy me enough food. I hate the dates where they're like, do you want to go out to dinner? And then they get there and they're like, oh, I already ate. And I'm like... Then I'm. Why do we go out to dinner? I don't understand. No. Like no. Another date, I asked a guy if he was bi. <laughs> because he was really feminine, and I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? Like, I don't really like this kid that much. So I was just like, hey, I have a question for you. And he's like, what? I was like, so are you bi? And he was like, no, no. Like I, I definitely like only women. Oh. And then I was just like, that's concerning. <laughs> that <laughs> did not. That did not convince me. No. <laughs> And then he, like, tried to kiss me promptly afterwards to prove his worth. And I was like, yo! I was like, I don't really like public affection. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God! So, that was fun. What else? Dating's just been... Dating's been interesting. It's been so bad I out there, it. man. I'm not good at it. And I'm too straightforward, too. So, like, the yeah. whole bumble shit doesn't work out for me. Yeah. So, I'd be like, okay. He goes, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, so you want to get a drink sometime? Yeah. And then they ghost me because I'm too much. I'm like, dude, I, don't, I can't do this. Like, I have so many things going on in my life. If you're not going to just fit in, then we're not going to work out. <laughs> I, uh, do you, what type of guys have you been out with that are on Bumble? Do they end up just wanting to have sex with you? Because I feel like that's what I've only gotten. No, that's, No. What? But I also think that I date, I don't have a type, so I date every ethnicity. I don't really have like a look or anything, so I think that I just come off as like really, almost like I want to be your friend, and then I end up just not wanting to talk to them again, (laughs) because I just 
don't want to be with them. So I don't go for like the overly hot guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go for the guys that I know are attainable that could potentially have a great personality. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, wait, but you don't. So the last sucks. overly hot guy that I went out on a date with, he was like, yeah, I had sex with this guy two weeks ago. And I was like, wait, yep. I'm, <laughs> I'm so confused. What? That was so. my favorite thing over. Think Wait, was it think over her, overheard think out? No, overheard LA? Yes. Okay, it was like this guy asked this guy friend, he was like, why are all of these beautiful girls with mediocre guys? And he was like, because all the high, hot guys are with each other. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's the truth. And I was just like, why are we at dinner then? Like, I don't understand. Right? I think so, but he was just like too hot to be. I, I think that he was more into men than he was into women. And it just like ultimately didn't end up because we ended up getting into a huge fight where he kicked me out of his apartment. So while smoking one of my joints because I didn't want to have sex with him because I was too tired. And he said, then why did I buy you dinner? And I was like, um, w- w- did you want me to give you the $10 for my Thai food that I ordered? <laughs> and he like wanted to share. He was like, do you eat want to like both order something and then share it? I'm going to get the lamb. And I was like, Bleh. I don't want your lamb. What the hell? <laughs> We get my drunken noodles and, like, call it a day. He also, like, downed a half a bottle of tequila before. Oh, that's happened to me. Yeah. I, oh, I had this guy actually buy cocaine on a date I was with him mm. for a weekend prior to us hanging out. I, oh. Like, the next weekend. He was like, oh, I'm going to a festival. Like, do you mind if I go pick up real quick? And I was like, oh, I guess this is happening. Oh, my God. And then, While you were in the car, he picked up cocaine. We were in Venice just, like, at a music thing. And he was like, I actually, like, need to go, like, meet my, my dealer real quick. And I was like, okay. Oh, my God. I also met him for drinks after that. And he was a freaking hot mess. Ubered to the date. Two minutes before I get there, he goes, oh, I lost my wallet. So you're going to have to pay and we'll have to do some Venmo action. We sit at the bar. He, he downs four margaritas in an hour and a half with an entree and I have to pay for everything. Doesn't say anything about, you know, I'm so sorry I lost my wallet. And the check comes and he just looks at me. So this lunch date was over $100 and he didn't say anything about Venmoing me until a week later and he texts me and he goes, oh, I guess I should probably give you some money. And then he Venmos me $50 when his meal was $75. You should have requested the extra money. I just didn't ever want to talk to him again. Okay. He was just awful. Yeah. He was Irish, so he thought he was hot shit. And I was like, you're not that hot. And this is not how you treat women. So. There was once where, like, I got the bill and he was like, oh, you're going to pay with card? I only have cash. And, like, threw me $40 for, like, a $75, on like, thing. So, like, I paid for basically, like, tax and tip. And I was like, okay, whatever. Bye. That's just too much. If you can't afford it, just don't go. Just don't go. And it was like happy hour. Like the bill is not that much. Like it, then don't order three beers. Like exactly. that's, you know, and don't just throw me cash. Yeah. This is not what this is. Yeah. And I let the guy set the pace. Like I'm not an asshole and I don't order like five drinks when they're having one. Well, and I also figured like you're going to pay for it. I don't know. It's, is that rude of me to assume that? Like, I don't know, you know. Any other state that's, like, known. And then he was like, yeah, my parents still split stuff, and I think it's so cute. And this is a first date? Yeah, and I wanted to be like, are you asking me to marry me and still pay for stuff? I'm going to be what's, like, are your parents still together? What's going on? This is a weird date. This was <laughs> the guy who doesn't 
talk to me anymore. Aww, so poor sorry. guy. Sorry, guy. I thought, and also like maybe from him listening, like maybe he'll learn. Like don't don't do these things. It's not that hard to be normal, right? Uh, no, it is. I realized, um, after dating for a while that I was pretty strange out on dates and that I wasn't being myself and now I'm just myself and it's, it's going a lot better. Oh. Yeah. Well, they're still kind of ghosting me, but it's getting easier. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. It's either like the last guy that I went out with was like, so like, what are you looking for? And I was like, this was before the last guy. And I was like. I'm not looking to get ghosted after you have sex with me for a month. And he was like, whoa. And I was like, well, is, are those your plans? And he's like, well, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I was like, well, then you're not getting inside of me. Like, if you don't, I said, if you don't want to date me at all, don't hop in. Because, like, I don't want to deal with it. Like, if you don't want to, like, date me at this point, like, I'm good. I'm not 21. You know? Like, I'm all set. Even though when I was 21, I was in this relate. Wait, was I still in a relationship? I don't know, but I wasted a lot of my life in relationships that I shouldn't have been in. But um, yeah, there's just all these, and I don't know where to meet. I don't go out enough to just meet a guy. <laughs> so like swiping on Tinder or Bumble isn't gonna do shit. Yeah. So you should come out with me more often. I'm available for your happiness. I live in Culver City, and I go out in Santa Monica all the time. I'm available. I work in Santa Monica. Do you? Where? It's a meditation studio. I've been there for sound meditation. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I did a sound bath there. Yeah, Saturday nights, $24. I went with a vendor, actually, so okay, perks of the free. job. Yeah. Super free. Um, But yeah, I work there. Dang, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay, we gotta get, like, happy hour and, like, go out more. Yes. Because I like meeting people organically. I still believe I will meet my husband organically. I do well when I... Well, okay, I thought I do well. Let me tell a story. And uh, forgive me, listeners, if I've already told it. But it's getting to the point where I can't... I can't remember if I've told stories to my girlfriends or if I've told them on the podcast. It's a problem. (laughs) And even though I listened back to the show to edit it the next day, I still can't remember like the next following week. But I went out to a bar with my friends and ended up like my friend went to the bathroom and like some guy sat down and started talking to me. And I was like, oh my God, it's like a movie. This guy's just like talking to me. I mean, granted, I couldn't really see him and I was kind of drunk. So whatever. Um, But then like the night went on and... um, he ended up, like, going back out with his friends and talking to some other girl and, like, giving her, like, his Instagram handle or something. So I was like, oh, well, that must be over. And then his friend heard me say that, and he was like, are you interested in my boy? I was like, oh, God. I didn't mean to start this. This is not what I wanted. And then he, like, forced us to talk in a corner for, like, four minutes. He was like, I bet you when I turn around in four minutes, you guys are going to be making out. And we did. And so then I thought, like, I was doing everything right. And then, like, we were, like, making out all night. And, like, we went to get food with, like, my other friends. And, like, it was fun. And then, like, he gave me his number and stuff. And he was like, I'm running because he was, like, a producer or some shit. And he was like, I'm running music tomorrow for the show. You should come to it. And I was like, okay, give me the deets and whatever. So then he texted me the next day and he was like, yeah, so the show is full, but we're going to meet up afterwards at around midnight, so I'll let you know where we go. And, like, that's pretty late, but, like, I had makeup on and I was like, okay, well, if I take a nap and then, like, wake up and see what's up, like, you know, it's not that crazy. But then I never heard from him again. So, like, what? That's annoying. Do I have bad breath? 
Like, what is the situation? I don't understand. Just guys in LA. Like, but what is there not to enjoy? I just think that they're constantly looking for the next, mm. the next thing. You know what I mean? It's like they're just never satisfied because they just think that there's always more out there. I really do think that's the case. Until they meet that one girl and they're like, oh, yes, but that takes freaking years. And most of the people that are together now that I know didn't meet in L.A. Yeah. They met in college or they met when they were out in Chicago or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just the mentality of men in L.A. is just very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the guys that, like, I still, like, go to Santa Clara all the time. Yeah. So then I, you know, have to go to, like, Lazy Dog Cafe and Volcano at night and you've got those locals that still live with their parents and they still think they're hot shit. And I'm like, bro, you still live with your parents and you think that you're hot? Like, yeah. Did no. all of the high school boys who didn't have sex with you eventually try to come back and then have sex with you? Because that happened mm. to me. Ooh. It was crazy. That sounds great. I, I'm just too strong. As like, I don't get, I feel like guys want that. If don't I guys don't, want them? Because like, I eat guys alive. Maybe that's also the issue. Maybe that's why they don't come back. Because I'm just, like, roasting you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I don't approach a guy, they typically don't approach me. Why, though? Yeah. I'm just, I'm I'm strong. I'm, a, I'm an independent woman. And I think that they either think I'm not interested because I'm not like, oh, my gosh, like, will you talk to me? No, I don't. I'm, fucking come to me. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I've got a lot to offer. And if you can't see that or you don't want to see that, I don't care anymore. Right. I've, like, I hooked up with one guy and, like, we made out in his car. But, like, again, he still lives at home and yeah. smokes weed in his car. So he's got his bong set up in his car. So whenever I go home, we go to Sand Canyon on, like, a banquet road. And, like, that gives me so much anxiety because what yeah. if the cops come? Yeah, and at Santa Clarita, they have nothing to do. They're going to bust your ass and make it a really big deal. Yeah. So oh, God. There's just... I just don't know where to find the good ones at. You're either like 35 plus and I'm like, man, we connect. But like, are you going to be alive when we have kids? <laughs> <laughs> so, or you're like my age and I'm like, dude, you are in high school still. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or just like the guys who are like 30 and just still want to like be fuck boys. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, that's fine. But why are you so afraid to commit and then this guy was like I just haven't found the right person yet and I wanted to be like you just had sex with me that's so bad like you were literally inside of me 20 minutes ago what is the issue here (laughs) but do you want to come back next week (laughs) because I got nothing to do (laughs) fuck my life that's amazing (sighs) <sighs> and I wonder why I get slut shamed outside of this. Aww. Oh, it's rough. Aww. I've been called a walking sex doll. So. Then they must be bored. <laughs> Sounds like they're in need. Or there's the dick pics that I get. Or somebody posted this on Twitter the other day and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> By the way, your eyelashes look amazing. Thank you. I had this like interview bullshit today, so I was like, better do my face. So I was like, I'm gonna look so good for this pot. I usually look super homeless, so that's why I'm always like, do we have an old picture of us I can use? Because when people come over, I'm like disheveled and like don't have anything on my face. Okay, this guy goes, do you know who this is? She looks just like you. And then I'm realizing that the name is TNA, so I'm thinking that their name stands for Tits and Ass. 
This is the photo he's asking if I know and because they look like me. Oh it's a nude my. photo of some redheaded girl. No, sir. I don't know who she is. And if you're implying it's me, it's not. <laughs> what? Oh, people. Oh, my God. It's gross. She looks just like you. Here's a topless woman. Ooh. That's the first that a male sends a nude pic of a woman to a woman. And being like, do you know who this is? She looks just like you. Please tell me that it is you so I can jack off to it. Confirmed. Thank you. Like, no. Like, the other day I was in, like, a jumpsuit, had my tits out. And, like, I posted a photo in it and... I just got like crazy responses. And then I also got like this other response, which was interesting. And sometimes I don't respond to DMs. And like, sometimes I do like ones that like aren't like totally. Um, but someone was like, do you post pictures like this to get more men and lesbians to follow you? I have large boobs, but I feel insecure in my body not to post pictures of my boobs for attention so many personal problems going on and i was like i used to hide them but this is me and if i'm ashamed of having large boobs and sometimes they look nice then oh well others can judge okay i must i wrote this way early in the morning i was like half asleep and then i said i don't post photos for followers i just post photos of myself i'm not posting if i were trying to get followers my ass and tits would be out I wouldn't just have like an occasional cleavage photo and then podcast photos and photos of me from when I was three. That's not really trying to get the porn likes. Like, no, if I wanted to do that, I would do that. Um, but yeah, so that one was a little bit confusing and they haven't responded, so I'm not sure about it. But yeah, I get a lot of different responses from this podcast. And I'm just trying to have girl talk and talk to people. I'm I'm not a slut. I'm not doing anything that other girls aren't doing. You know, it's like, uh, it's hard to not listen. But when they're coming straight into your social media shit, you hear it. So it's Also, like, how much time do they have to be able to do this? A lot of them are also, um, like, 50 plus. Oh, One guy left a comment on my page that said, um, I had to delete it because it was so mean. People are cruel, especially on the internet. But anyway, he basically, I can't find the email, but he said that I couldn't get guys to eat me out. Or he said, I've heard Katie talk about not guys not eating her out it's probably because her pussy smells bad and she should take her own advice and do something about it this is a grown ass man with children who is saying this to me and it's like why like why even do that that's so like if you don't like it then just like don't listen to it it's yeah. not it's not that hard but i also get a lot of like nice comments though they're like great show katie Oh, good. You know, so that's nice. I should start, like, reading more comments, but I would need to get them more organized than this because this is definitely too hard. But, yeah. Do you ever get weird DMs or anything like that? Not too much. I actually took a hiatus from social once I graduated college because just the anxiety that I got from having to portray myself in ways that I thought people wanted me to be, not how oh, yeah. I wanted to be. Yeah. So, 
I took like a two-year break. I still don't go on my Facebook, but I got an Instagram about six months ago. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm starting to like do that, but I'm also starting to realize like how much I'm caring now, and like yeah. I don't want to be that person that like every day I wake up and I'm checking my Instagram. Like, oh yeah, today I got an alert on my phone that was like you're up an hour and a half on your phone since the last week, and I was like. Thank you so much for letting me know that I don't have a life. Thank you so much, sweetie. That's so kind of you. <laughs> and then I like went in and investigated it and like half of my time is spent on Instagram. Like too many hours of it. Like I was like, where in the day am I finding time to be on Instagram this much? Like what is going on? And then also like this Yahtzee app that I play called Yahtzee with Buddies. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it and I play it so much and that's really high up there too. Yeah. Um, it's seriously the best game ever. I'm so obsessed with Yahtzee. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, the the I even get it because I do these photo shoots for my podcast that aren't like me taking selfies because it looks a lot nicer. Then I also like started like a flow on my Instagram that is a podcast photo, a photo of something I like that's cartoon or a movie or something pop culture, and then a free photo. But it has a schedule because every Tuesday I post my like retro photo of me doing some bullshit. And I love those photo shoots, but like today it's 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 Sunday. So tonight I need to post or early tomorrow I need to I need to post two photos before Tuesday because I forgot to do it for the whole week and it's like ah it's so annoying but my Instagram looks so fucking nice so it's like yeah it's worth it for people who like are finding me if they like hear my podcast first or whatever but it's also a bunch of bullshit and like Instagram stories too and like the highlights and like I want to do more highlights and stuff. But with me in this job, like a lot of it is social media and I feel like I need to do more of it. But I'm not one of those people that can easily be like, hi guys, you know, so like for me to do like a front facing thing where I'm just talking, I feel so uncomfortable doing this. It's fine. If a camera's on me and I'm interviewing somebody, fine, as long as there's like real interaction. But if I'm like talking to myself I just feel like a goober and a half like I don't know have you tried the YouTube thing or anything like that oh hell no you have on a YouTube sweater so I don't know it's because I work with them oh you do yeah what do you do so I do marketing okay so what do you market ads you see um and ads you see like on the internet I basically put them on the internet okay so I like buy them I execute it and then I report it so doesn't sound that glamorous, but I get to work with cool people like YouTube, yeah. the Facebooks of the yeah. world and stuff like that. Your so. parties seem pretty legit that you get to go to. And like at your work, you always get to drink. Yeah. We're always having happy hours. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so many events all the time. I like that your word on social media is happiness. Yep. Like, cause when I think of you, I'm like, it's happiness and <laughs> I love it. And I'm like, I just want to be a part of that. Like, where's my <laughs> happiness at? Let me get a little bit of that. And it's usually, like, with you in a corona. It's, like, happiness. Pretty like, much. Yes. I just always have to remind myself that, though there's such bullshit going on all day, every day. Yeah. Those little bits of happiness each day make it worthwhile. No, they do. Um, 100%. My dad always said, like, you need to have a John Travolta, which is something, I guess, like, John Travolta told him during Mark and Brian, which was you always have to have something to look forward to. Because, like, what, why is life there's nothing worth living if you don't have something to look forward to even if it's like small but like you always need to have something yeah. so like I'm always fucking trying to have something to look forward to 
it's usually food. Always. So, SOS. Oh, I eat I was lunch. like, does this mean that I'm like, I have an overeating problem? <laughs> What's going on? This no. can't be good. <laughs> I eat lunch and then I start planning on dinner as I'm eating lunch. That's yeah. just how I live my life. I used to wake up in the morning and like before work decide like everything that I was going to eat that day. And it was always the best. And it was usually Little Caesar's pizza when I was like 19 <laughs> and working at Nigel's Beauty Emporium. So times were different and I was fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was not cute, oh super fat, but in a relationship, so it didn't matter. Have you had a lot of relationships? I've been in three, two to three year long relationships in my life. So one in high school, one in college, and then one after college. Okay. But I don't know. It just didn't really shake out. And I'm just tired of like compromising if I don't see it actually working. And, mm-hmm. you know, the last relationship I was in, I looked at it and I was just like, do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? And I yeah. was like, fuck no. So I got out. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been like nervous to get back into something because I don't, I hate You don't want to waste your time. Yeah. And, I don't and the ending end sucks. It. it hurts. For both know? of us. And I don't yeah. want to hurt people, which is yeah. why I don't go like going on dates. Because if you right. have to tell a guy you're not interested, yeah. no. you know how it feels. I, know? Like I was like contemplating, like, how am I supposed to tell this guy that like, I don't, because I'm not going to ghost him because that's mean because mm-hmm. I hate when people do that to me. But also like, how are you supposed to tell somebody who's perfectly nice and who didn't do anything wrong to you? that you're not interested in them. Like, that's so mean. And I feel like if guys would just be like, I'm not interested in you before they sleep with me, that would be great. Don't just be interested in me until you sleep with me and then it's like, oh, I've already slept with you. I'm all set. Like, I saw a meme today that was like, her, why haven't you called me? And it was like him. Well, I've already slept with you. That's not a good meme. And also, like, I mean, I laughed because it's true. But it's like, fuck, this is this is what we're dealing with. Yeah. Like, it really is on to the next. Yeah. Um, but back to marketing. What's your favorite thing about your job? Hmm. Probably. I like seeing my work in reality. So being able to see all the planning actually on the internet and being yeah. able to go to a website and see it, that's yeah. cool. But also, like, the community that I've created. Because I work with so many different people from like all different sides of the business that it's just really been able to allow me to meet so many different types of personalities yeah. and create a lot of friendships that I never would have to begin with. So. Have you ever dated anybody at work? Yes. And did it end messy? Yeah, but not because we were at work. It just didn't work out. Okay. And did you have to see him after? Was it awkward? We broke up after I left the company, mm-hmm. but I did started having like little bit of a relationship with a 22 year old mm, mm. and that did not work out well no because it, it doesn't gen z suck is that what they are yeah okay gen z's like 23 down have i done it i think i have a bunch of bullshit so i mean i'm sure i have but how do they suck they just, one, I was like, so what type of movies are you into? Like, he was like, I don't really watch movies. I was like, oh, that's fine. Like, I like TV so much too. And he's like, yeah, I don't really watch TV. I was like, so what do you do with your time? He goes, I watch YouTube. Um, yeah. All day? Yeah. He just is constantly ingesting there? random videos, like, all the time. The only time I do that is on, like, the Instagram Explore page. No, he, like, has, like, he goes to YouTube.com and just searches YouTube for hours. Does he day. live alone? He's a roommate. And, and they, this is, and that's what they do? Yeah. Wow. 
It was weird. No wonder YouTube is such a thing. Because it's like, I guess people do that? Yeah. I mean, like, I watch, like, the new Ariana Grande things that came out. And, like, I watch things on YouTube if I want to, like, watch a music video. But mm. I'm never, like... No, he and then he showed me like the content that he watches, and I was like, "This is really disturbing." Was it like weird Jake Paul shit? It's like random videos that could have animation, and then it like has suspenseful music, and it makes you feel that caught like that dissonance inside. And he was like, "This is just pure creativity. This is so cool," and I'm just like, "This is not cool at all. This is really weird, and I don't want to watch this." Like, can you be normal and watch it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Like. We're, I'm like, I'm not trying to say, like, you need to watch, like, Beverly like Hills, like, Housewives. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to meet you in the halfway middle. Right. And you're watching weird shit on YouTube. Like, let's just be normal for 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he also didn't, like, listen to anything in the car. No, nothing. No. Just silence? He was like, I just love silence when I'm driving. I think this guy may have just been weird. Oh, he was for sure weird. So I just put on my robe. Very, <laughs> very casual of me. Excuse me, everybody. Which I've had for a year and then found like under my bed, like still wrapped in its package. And I was like, forgot that I've had you since last Christmas. Let's get it. Let me wash you up. Now I live in it. Um, do you have like a go-to date spot or do you let them suggest? I do. In Culver City, there's this bar called The Alibi. Mm -hmm. And super trendy. Roy Choi actually does all of the food there. Okay. So it's all like um, Kogi truck style. So freaking amazing food. Great cocktails. I know the bartenders and I know the exits. Oh, okay. So I'm like covered when it comes to like the vibe. Yes. Have you had to leave a lot of dates? No. No. But I like that comfort of being able to leave if I need to. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you ever left a date? Um, no. Yeah. I I told him, like, he needed to leave after he locked himself in my bedroom and put my bra on. What? Yeah. Can we unpack this, please? Yeah. Um, I've told it before. It was in the episode, um, the guy who humped me. Um, he humped my leg and barked at me on the date. And then at one point, I was like, I have to pee so bad. So, like... I'm going to go home because it was like in walking distance of my house. And he was like, I have to pee too. I was like, okay. And it was like after 2 a.m. So it was like everything's closed because we were like out at a bar. And like everything was like fine. But like I was ready to like wrap up the night. Like I was done. So then I was like, okay, so the bathroom's there. So he goes pee and whatever. And then um, he was like, what's in this room? And like my, because I have a, a room that has a closed door. And he like goes into it. And I was like, no, like, please don't go in there. And then like he proceeds to go in, lock himself in there, find a bra that I want to return with the tag still on it, puts it on and comes out and is like dancing around in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And all I'm concerned about is, like, not ripping those tags off because I want to return this $80 bra. And um, then he, when we left, he proceeded to play hide-and-seek to I couldn't find him while I was trying to just, like, say goodbye to him and, like, walk him to his car. Um, And then I ended up just leaving him outside while he was still hiding and just went back inside, and I was done. Yeah, that, that's a gem. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, he also, like, I was sat on a bench at one point, and he, like, humped my leg and, like, barked at me. It was... Oh, that happens. It was an experience for a, for, for a lifetime. I don't know what it is about me that attracts the winners, but I'm doing it. All the winners. I get all the boys who can't come, and all the boys who do weird shit on... Have you had that experience? Yes. 
Um, what I'm realizing, though, is that it's medication that they don't tell me about until later. Oh. Yeah. Uh, every boy that I've asked about that it's happened to are on some kind of antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication. Just tell a bitch! Right? I'm just trying to make sure my face ain't broken or this pussy loose. Like, that's all. Like, I'm just trying to figure out what the situation is. If you've got a medicine situation happening, I get it. I've been there. Like, you know, just let me know. But I think that could also be a factor of, of things going on out there. Sure. So... Ladies, just maybe ask that because I started asking them, like, so, like, do you do you come on your own or like, is this where common? do you where do you do that? Like, do you do you do it? Does it come out? What's going on? Because <laughs> you should do that. Um, how do you how do you feel about guys holding doors open and getting your door when you get in the car and getting out? I like it. I don't mind it. I feel like there's this like weird pressure and awkwardness like okay we're walking to the door I have to make sure I'm behind you so that you can get to the door then you get the door and then you got to get ahead of me before to the car and you do the car and then we park and then you I have to sit in the car (laughs) and like I just want to get like the door when I like it's nice and all but like just pay for the bill at the end of the day I don't need you to get every door because it's like the pressure is too much and I feel like we're both just like speed walking and I'm just like (laughs) wait I need to slow down because he's trying to get to the door but I thought he was just speeding up because he wanted to walk faster and just the pressure of it all is just a lot um that's nice that guys hold the door for you though because that does not happen to me a lot it's only happened with one boy but I just, the pressure was so much that I'm almost ha- happy that it's only happened with him because <laughs> it was just so much. Then at one point he was like, you're always walking ahead of me and I can't ever get the door. And I was like, well, you're such a gentleman. I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, are we dating in the fifties? You pick me up. Like you take me to lunch. Like, I don't know what this is. Like, this is strange. And that, that, that of course ended. Um... <laughs> They all do. Do you have like a a pet peeve on dates? I don't like it when guys ask you a question, you start to answer it, and then they start talking about themselves. Mm. The I'm going to ask you this question so that I can talk about myself move. Mm -hmm. That is a good one. Yeah. That's just them wanting you to ask them that question, Mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And then you just sit there and you're like, Mm -hmm. so did you just want to talk? Yeah. Or do you want to actually hear what's coming out of my mouth? Yeah. There was this one guy that I went out with that asked me so many questions that I didn't know anything about him when I left. (laughs) And I was like, wait, I don't know if I like you or not. Because I didn't get to ask you anything. Because he was asking me like so many questions. (laughs) It was just, and like I would ask him one and he would like answer really shortly and then like immediately ask me again. I'm like, this is like a fucking crazy ass interview like holy shit this is crazy i don't know what is going on um has a guy ever said like a really cheesy line to you that you can recall not that i can recall if they do i typically call them out and be like does that work for all all the girls you talk to Mm -hmm. and they'll be like either they'll be like they'll like play into it or they'll get like butthurt and be like wow you're a bitch and they walk Mm. away yeah yeah i love it when they get angry though because then i just laugh at their face and be like and it makes them even angrier when you laugh at them (laughs) that's always the best and the worst um i had a guy i mean i get the whole like does the curtains match the drapes i almost said the grapes (laughs) um i get that one a lot or i get like um 
I had one guy tell me, like, that he's never seen a brown-eyed redhead before. And I wanted to be like, do you go outside? (laughs) Have you met people? It's also summer and you're wearing a coat. What's up, dude? (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) But, yeah, I get some, like, just those, though. What do you typically order on a date? I always let them take lead. Just on, like, the sense of what price range what we're doing here yeah yeah and i'm a sharer i would rather like do a bunch of little things than have to get one entree yes so if they aren't sharers that's like a red flag right away yeah i don't want to date you because i dated a vegetarian once and it almost did break us up because i was like bro i need meat like (laughs) it was boring and i gained so much weight from all the freaking carbs you're just eating bread and cheese all day long yeah because you're not gonna sit around and eat a fucking vegetable exactly my god at my work party i showed up and it was vegan food and i was like (laughs) Oh, no. So what should I eat? The rice or the vegetables? The raw vegetables or I could eat the cooked vegetables or the rice. (laughs) My God. I just, I can't. I think it was just because they were cheap though in the long run. Uh, Coffee date or drinks? Drinks. Same. I need something to get through. Yeah. Uh, When do you start to get feelings? I don't know. I'm always one of those hopeful people where the minute I meet you, I'm already planning everything. Like, okay, now we're married five years from now and we've got a house. I think it's every girl. Yeah. So I, I try, I'm trying to pull back and just be like, he's not into you. He's yeah. probably not going to call you again before I get down that rabbit hole. But yeah. it's also like so shitty. Right? Yeah. For like moms out there who have sons. I mean, I don't really know if it's teachable. But, like, try to teach them to be, like, gentlemen. Because, like, ugh, this sucks. But maybe Gen Z is different because they're just sitting around watching YouTube videos. Maybe somebody should start a series on how to not treat a lady like a asshole, you know? Somebody start that because I'm sure people would watch it or they would just roll their eyes at it. I'm not sure. Do you have a go-to date outfit? I actually... So I, like, don't give a shit about what I wear on dates for some reason. Because if you don't take me for what I am, then don't date me. Because I don't love dressing up that much. I won't wear heels, so you can leave now. I love it. And I only wear minimal makeup. And I'm, like, my biggest scare in life is if I end up sleeping with a guy and the next morning he doesn't recognize me because I wore too much makeup. Yeah, I get that because like I, well, I don't have eyelashes and I struggle with having eyebrows because I have trichotillomania. So like all of my eyelashes are gone at this point. They won't grow back because I pulled them out a lot. And like, I'm fine with that. But like your girl looks like an alien kind of without makeup on. Like it's a little bit scary. And then like I, like the corners of like my eyebrows are missing right now. So like without makeup, I'm not loving my face. So it's the struggle of like going to bed with my makeup on, taking off the eyelashes, but then putting on eyeliner to cover up that like strip of just pure white because I don't have any eyelashes there. So it's whiteness. And then um, like if I rub my eyebrows on the pillow, then like half my eyebrows came off and I'm looking like, I kind of look like I'm addicted to like crack or meth with that. Like, and I'm sure it's not that bad, but like to me, it's just like, oh man, I'm not loving this. But like, 
your girl struggles with trichotillomania, so what you gonna do about it, you know? I'm trying not to pull out my eyebrows, but like, it's one of those things where with it, I'll be watching television, and I don't know that I'm doing it. And then I do it, and I have to look at my hand to see how many eyebrows that I got to see if I need to go look in the mirror to see if we've had an issue. And we've been having issues lately. But we'll get through. We always do, we're good. Um, do you, we're going to do the getting to know you section now. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, your favorite type of dessert? Mm, brownies. Ooh, you have always loved a brownie bite. Fun fact. Yes. Um, come from a very Christian family. Oh, so yes. What had happened is, on Christmas. <laughs> what had had happened. <laughs> Christmas day, every year, my mom bakes birthday brownies for Jesus. And no joke, every morning... We, I have to light the candle now that says happy birthday, and we sing happy birthday to Jesus I every Christmas morning. obsessed. Yeah. Fun fact. She's got a relationship with Jesus like no other, because <laughs> that is beautiful. I don't, I, I don't know about it. And I'll never forget, there was one time you came over, and you were, like, telling me about, and you were trying to, like, explain the rapture, I think it's called to me, <laughs> yeah. where, like, they, you do... Like, it's the end of the... Here's what I remember. <clears throat> it's the end of the world. And they're going to decide who did good and who did not good. And then you're either going to be banished to hell or go to heaven. And somebody's going to, like, take me to heaven or something. And then I'm going to, like, die in hell if not. And then... Or, like, I, I, st- I, like, stay living on the earth or something? If if not, oh, what happens? That's what I remember. <laughs> so, there's this day called Judgment Day. And okay. if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior okay. and the rapture comes, you have to stay on earth. And he brings, Jesus brings all of his believers, whoever thinks that Jesus is God's son. So, they all get taken to heaven immediately. And then okay. everybody who doesn't think that stay on earth. Well, then you've got a, some type of period of time where you can either like kind of prove yourself or not, but then like there's going to be a lot of war and like the world's going to be a mess. So then it's people the are just plot dying. to this is the end? Yes, pretty much. And then the world just ends. And then like. Are there really the scary rapture things that come out from the. Is that a thing from the Bible as well? I don't think so. Okay. But I also haven't read the Bible. This is just years and years and years and years of church. Okay. Now, what year should I expect this? At any time, no. My grandfather was convinced that once it hit 2000, that the rapture was going to happen. And he was thoroughly disappointed when it did not happen. My mom had rapture parties. Growing up, my mom in high school would have rapture parties with her friends. Because some priest or like high pastor would say, oh, we think it's going to be this date. Now, does your mom enjoy a cocktail or no? <laughs> oh, my parents drank hella wine. Oh, really? Oh, they're like winos to the max. Will they curse? No. And I, even if I say piss in front of them, I still feel like I'm doing like, okay. a really bad deed. Okay. But so they would hate this podcast then. I am going to advise them not to listen because yeah, they that's probably a, would cry. No, no. It's a really good idea. <laughs> I had to tell my mom, uh, it's going to be a no-go for you and dad. Um, so just go ahead and and, and don't dial in because that's, that's going to be a rough time for you. Yeah. So, yeah. To yeah. the Hertenstein parents, please don't listen. No. Great people, but they can't handle this. Do you uh, still practice religion? I'm spiritual, but I don't believe in organized religion. Okay. So I believe in things. But Do you believe I, in heaven and hell? 
I believe in a in a construct like that. Like I do believe that there's something different. There's something that happens once you die. Okay. I I refuse to live in a world where this is it, and once you die, that's it. That, w- that, to me, scares me more than thinking that there could be something else. Even reincarnation at this point, I would be fine with. Because yeah. at least there's more to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just believe in, like, you know, energy. And I believe in God. I believe that there is something more. It's just, do I believe in, like, specific religion and the fact that you need to fall? If you're not that right. religion, you're not going to get this place. No. Everyone is going through their own journeys. I think it's yeah. just to have some type of foundation is important to me, at least. Yeah. Um, on a separate matter, can you see ghosts? No. So you haven't had ghost experiences. Have you? I went yeah. ghost hunting. Yeah, I have. But I didn't go hunting for them. Oh, shit. They found me. Okay, talk um, to me. Well, there was the night that I stayed in uh, Janice Joplin's hotel room oh. that she overdosed in. Okay. Um, this was actually a few days before I overdosed myself. And, um, they had us stay in the room for the Mark in the Morning radio program. I'm sure I've already told the story again. I'm sorry, people, for repeating stuff. But this story is actually really great. Um, and, uh, the thing was, spend the night in the room, report back the next morning if anything weird happened. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what the fuck's gonna happen in this room? So, we, uh, me and my co-host Jackie are gonna go to sleep and then, um, do the radio show the next morning, and she, she sleeps in the bed by the corner, and I sleep in the bed, uh, in front of the vanity where she overdosed, which I did not know at the time, and the closet. The closet was really freaky. It had a shrine on the inside of it from everybody who has stayed there that has poured out their love for Janis Joplin. Now, I don't know what it was about the stuff inside of the closet, but it was really freaky and I hated it. But I was like, you know what? It's here, whatever. And there was like this, if I were sitting up in my bed and like looking at the closet, there was like her face just like staring at me that like somebody had drawn like pretty like creepily. Like it was like a very weird looking face that was done. I mean like cool, but like I don't want it looking at me all night. Um, and then Jackie was like, hey, so like this closet is freaking me out. Can we close the doors to it? And I was like, sure. So we close the doors to it and we go to sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and the closet light was on and there was somebody walking back and forth in it. Like I saw like footsteps Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, I'm all set. Like, I'm not going to go and, like, look in that. Like, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. And so then, like, I kept, like, you know, like, doing the whole, like, I thing. Because I'm, like, well, it must just be, like, because I'm half asleep and, like, whatever. And then um, they went away after, like, a minute or, like, two minutes. And I was, like, okay. Whatever. It's me. There was nothing in the fucking closet. Or, like, maybe they have, like things that they're doing to this room because like I don't know so then the next morning we wake up and whatever and we do the radio bit I don't mention that because like I don't think it's real and then I what did really happen was that I plugged in my phone and it didn't charge all night even though it was like plugged into the wall so I was like get this I charged my or I plugged in my phone but it didn't charge and it got a big laugh um and like that little piece is in my reel Um, and then after they had like ghost hunters come in and we went to show them the closet and we opened up the closet door and I was looking inside of the closet. There was no light in there. 
Shut up. And that's when I realized that I actually saw something that was probably real. Oh my gosh. And I was like, there's no fucking light bulb in here. Oh my gosh. The lights were all outside of it. And that's how we were seeing the inside of it originally. Oh my lord. Yeah. And then, so then the ghost hunters came in and then, um, it just kept saying a lot of like things on this reader that were like drugs, drugs, run. And then it said like my name or some shit or like something weird that was like very strange to me that like freaked me out. And then a lot of people that I've talked to have said that it was, now I don't, it's like I want to believe in the ghost shit, but it also is too crazy for me to really like believe in. Um, but people tell me that it was Janis Joplin warning me that I was about to overdose. Hmm. I'm like, well, that'd be cool. It's kind of badass. But also terrifying. And get out of my life. <laughs> but then the other one was when I was 10. Or not, I, I was uh, like 11 or 12 in um, my old house in Canyon Country. And I called her my green ghost. And like I saw her like a few times like at the same day like, uh, like, a year apart, and she was always, it was, I would, like, leave my chair undone on accident, and she was always looking in the mirror, and, like, braiding her, like, long hair, and, like, getting ready for something, and every time I would try to talk to her, she would look at me and get scared, and then vanish, and she was, like, real, I could really see her, and she was, like, really bright, and, like, glowing, and it was, like, crazy, but after I would, like, talk to her, like, blink a lot, she would be gone, and I thought I was crazy, because I was, like, 13 or like 10 or something really really young Mm -hmm. and then the last time I saw her she tried to say something and then she vanished again and then I went downstairs and it was like the anniversary of some limo crash that um teenagers had died in from prom oh my gosh bitch was getting ready for prom holy crap but she died whoops (laughs) Oh. oh man it's too much but if ghosts are real, then, like, maybe heaven, like, you know, who knows? You never know. I never know. I sound insane, though. No. <laughs> With my ghost <laughs> shit. Uh, I don't know how we went from favorite type of dessert to ghost, <laughs> but we will go to favorite color. Uh, probably black. And why? It's just, it's very neutral. It's universal. Okay. I look good in it. Okay. I don't know. There it is. Uh, favorite activity to do, like, you know. Mm, probably eating and drinking. Yeah. yeah. I'm really good at it. Mm. It is a sport. It is. It is. It is good. Can you eat on dates? If I don't give a shit, yeah. There are literally times where I'm just like, I, I couldn't care less. I feel like I'm always just so nervous, even if I don't care. That I can't eat. I don't know. And then they're always like, oh, you hardly ate anything, but you talk about how much you love to eat. And I want to be like, ah, just watch me later. I'll be like a bottomless pit when I'm not in front of you. Because that's when shit really gets crazy in front of my television. Like, I just started Laguna Beach for the first time. Yeah, so I just actually finished Laguna Beach and now I'm on the hills. So, you know, a lot of binge eating while binge watching. (laughs) Life is good, ladies and gentlemen. Um, What was your dream job as a kid? 
I wanted to be legally blonde. Mm. So Reese Witherspoon or just a lawyer? Well, I met Reese Witherspoon. She was a freaking great asshole to me. <gasps> Kicked me and Madison Poitras off the set of Legally Blonde 2. Okay, stop everything. I need the full <laughs> details right now. Well, so my dad used to work for MGM Studios. Yes. And so... Oh my God, we have to talk about the Frankie Muniz premiere. Oh, but continue. yes. Okay. And Jacody Banks. Yes. Oh. That candy bar was so legit. I think about the pork pot stickers almost every day. That was the first time I had ever had a pot sticker. I ate so many of those. I'm pretty sure I puked that night. It was, I remember we like met Frankie Muniz and I called him Mr. Muniz and I thought I was so cool for calling him that. And every time I think back to it, I cringe. I cringe, I cringe, I cringe. It's so bad. He also was like our height and we were 10. I know. <laughs> so that's cool. I also didn't care about him. So I don't like, no. I would have much rather it have been Hillary Duff. Right. You're like, why is it you? Why isn't it Hillary <laughs> Duff that was also in this movie? But anyway, uh, MGM, Legally Blonde 2, the details. So we went to the set and it was when she's in the barber shop with her like old teacher or whatever and they do like the whole sorority thing. I don't know if you've seen Legally Blonde 2. I think I have. I don't totally recall it. It's not that memorable. Okay. Let's be real. So we're there and me and Madison are just so excited to be there. We're being great and... She just was in a bad mood that day, and we waved to her when she was not filming, and that took it as, oh, they're being a nuisance, we're getting kicked off. So we literally get, we got kicked off of the set just because we waved to Reese Witherspoon. Did she, did, did you know this? Like, what was said to you in order for you to leave the set? So my dad was talked to, and he was said, like, they told my dad that they had to take me and my friend out because we were being a distraction. So, uh, till this day, my parents hate her as an actress because of this. I still love her. Like, you have to love Sweet Home Alabama. But, like, why? I feel like I would never kick I know. And we were so, we were dressed to the nine. You remember how my dad used to dress me? Like, oh, like, I was adorable. Head to toe, like, looking great Mm -hmm. and so well, like, well put together. Yeah. Yeah, she just, because my, I asked, we asked my dad, I said, can we wave to her real quick? And he said, go ahead. We waved, and then we were just smiling, really excited to be there. And then we got kicked off. Why wouldn't she take the opportunity to then walk over and, like, sign an autograph for you guys? That's what I would do, I feel like. Mm, no? Not that kind of girl. Man, sad yeah. times. Yeah, really. Beauty Shop was the best premiere we went to. Because Queen Latifah's got a crew that knows how to freaking party, man. Oh, man. It was great. The dance floor was lit. What other uh, ones have you been to? We went to the guy that did The Crocodile that unfortunately died. Oh, Steve Irwin? Yeah, he had a movie. Okay. There were, like, giraffes at the after party. That was Holy shit. Did you meet him? I don't think... I think we could have, and I just didn't care because they had, like, ice cream trucks everywhere. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Food was always a priority in any situation. It's... I like that. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Um, Were there carnival games at the one that we went to with Frankie Muniz, or no? They had chocolate fountains. Okay. I don't remember the. They probably had carnival games. That I just remember the candy. Cra- I just remember those pot stickers. That shit was cray. I, and the dipping sauce. Oh. And they came in a tiny little um, container with the dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. And there were two of them. And I ate two of them. And then I were like, can I go back for more? And you were like, you can have as much of all of this as you want. And I was just like, <laughs> I've never been told this information before. <laughs> and I went nuts. <laughs> and puked all night. Movie Not- premieres are fun. Oh. <sighs> If you ever go to another one, I'm your girl. All right. But I, then I have to sit through the movie. 
Movies is, are not the same. As long as it's not terrifying, I'm fine with it. Truth. Yeah. Truth. What's the last movie you saw in theaters that you liked? That I liked? I actually, I don't go to movies anymore because I like the comfort of my own couch. I understand that. And, and it's a lot my, cheaper. And I want my bottle of wine. And yeah. And I want to smoke a bowl if I'd like a bowl. Yeah. And yeah. I want to just be comfortable with a blanket. And then I can cuddle with someone if I want to. Yeah. Like, who, I don't know. What, what is the last movie that you saw? You should have asked me this before because I really can't remember. Oh, okay. I saw Wreck-It Ralph too, and it was actually garbage. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Could have been a 30-minute short. Shit. Yeah. Did you see The Grinch? No. I want to see The Grinch. I'll do it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mary Poppins Returns? I already have my ticket. Oh, my gosh. I Wednesday. love Emily Blunt. Yeah. I got that AMC Stubbs mm. exclusive thing that's like movie pass, mm-hmm. but you can see like three movies a week, and it's like $20 a month. Mm. And... That's honestly like two movie tickets. Yeah. So I just have to go to see two movies a month, but I don't know if I still want it because I haven't gone to see enough movies. But when I do go to the movie, it's so easy and it feels like it's free because I already paid for it at some point in the month. But it takes it out at the weirdest point in the month when I'm usually pretty low on money. And I'm like, why (laughs) at this point do you take out this $20? I could use it. Sorry, fine. Um, Shower or bath? Shower. If I do a bath, I have to shower before the bath. Got you. I do that, though, because I love taking baths, but I want to wash my hair and, like, clean everything. I don't want to sit in my own filth. So I'll do a quick wash before the ultimate soak. Because it's just for me to, like, lay in hot water and be a lazy fuck. It's not to get clean. Your bomb baths, man. Oh, my God. I love them so much. I go crazy. Oh, my God. One of my friends, like, she was like, what are you doing? I was, like, taking a bath. And she was like, so it's on Instagram? And I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty. <laughs> uh, bar of soap or body wash? Body wash. Yeah. You lose the soap, man. It is gone. That's a workout in itself to get that freaking soap. Every time it slips out of your hand, it's just numb out. <laughs> and then it like hits the ground. It's so loud. And then it like dents on the side. And it's just, it's a mess of a time. But I do miss the smell of a good Dove soap bar. Mm-hmm. That was the bee's oh. knees. Yeah. That was. That was pretty good. Uh, go-to nail polish color. Big Apple Red. Mm, OPI. It's the only color I wear if Doing I have nail it. polish. Have you had, like, the same bottle for 28 years? So I don't know actually how to paint my nails. Mm, so but... you go and get them done. Oh, yeah. Last time I color. tried to paint my nails, I actually had a mental breakdown and started crying. And my mom, I looked at my mom and I was like, I can't do this. I also had a bottle of wine that night. But legitimately, and my mom's sister was there, my aunt. And she like looked at me and she's like, are you okay? And I was like, I can't. I, don't, I just can't. I'm not a girl. Like... So after that experience, I have not painted my nails. I'm, I shake on a daily basis. Like I can't hold a pen straight, but I can paint my nails. Like no, I don't understand it. I can't paint other people. Well, I can kind of paint other people's nails, but I literally could just do it and not even look at it. And they're just fine. And I don't understand. And they look really great every time. So girl, you painted your nails so much when I was over. And most of the time I would give up, but you did not. You were like, I've always loved paint. I used to change them like once every two days, you know, got to match the outfits. I was a strange (laughs) bird, my friends. Uh, If you had a theme song, what would it be? Don't stop believing. Oof, love it. Always. The uh, 
the bar song, the song that always comes on mm-hmm. at the bar that everyone's screaming at. It's a good one. That was my senior year campaign, going out for ASB president. That was my campaign song, and we had all these people in these yellow boxes with different letters, and throughout my speech, eight people would go around and make different words. I love it. And it was to the song, Don't Stop Believing, and at the end, I was like, just don't stop believing. Oh my God. Cody Hertenstein. Did you get it? Oh, hell yeah, I did. Nice! I was gone at that point, so I I missed it, but that sounds savage. If you could have any other hair color that you didn't have to dye your hair, what would it be? You never have to dye your hair again. And it can be any color. It would be dark brown. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Or red. Yeah. Because I got blue eyes. Like, anything that'll make them pop. Yeah. But I'm also hella white, so I can't go too dark or I'll look like I'm dying. <laughs> or I so. will look like R.I.P. Yeah. So, yeah, I've never had any other hair color. I would imagine I would look really weird with it because I'm so pale and have freckles. Mm-hmm. So, it's the red or, or dead. We're good. <laughs> red or dead. I like that. <laughs> One time I went to the Huntington Library, and I was so white at this point that an Asian couple came up to my family and asked if they could take a picture with me because they'd never seen anyone as white as me. (laughs) And my aunt had a heyday. She's like, oh my gosh, Courtney, you're famous. You're just so pretty. I was like, no, I look sickly, and that is not okay. Yeah, and then she made me take pictures with this random couple. That is one of the strangest things I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Can we take a photo with you because you are the palest person I've ever seen? (laughs) That's bananas. Oh my God, Courtney, that's nuts. I'm so happy that was able to come out. Oh man. Um, Favorite book? Because you read, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Catcher in the Rye. What are they doing in that? They catching rye? Like what's going on? (laughs) No, it's about this, this boy that just... He goes through so much psychological trauma in the book, but the way that it's written is just beautiful. And, you know, he's just going through that weird, awkward life stage um, Mm -hmm. where, you don't know, I just like really resonated with it as a kid and I have loved it ever since. The only book that I've read over and over again is Charlotte's Web. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I discovered it in the third grade. I thought it was amazing. And I remember at the time I was using warm vanilla sugar... Uh, hand lotion from Bath and Body Works. And now every time I smell that scent, I think of Wilbur and Charlotte's Web. And it is the weirdest (laughs) connection ever. Because it was like my mom would buy those tiny little um, like to-go hand soaps and I would wash my hands vigorously in the bathroom and my hands were very dry. So um, those are my connections with Charlotte's Web. It's so fucking weird. But it's real, okay? I have a fun fact about that. Okay. So, you know, growing up, you know, you're seventh grade, you got that seventh grade angst, and you're like, yeah. yes, I want to go see a movie with a boy, and I want it to be something that's badass, right? So, granted, I used to lie to my parents all the time about what movie I was going to go see. Yeah. This is when Babe came out. Okay. And so, I went and saw a rated R movie when I wasn't supposed to, and I was with time. Okay. And all I wanted to do was make out with this boy. So, it was the perfect scary movie where you could cuddle up and go, oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. So, oh my god, distract my face. I know, literally. So we get out of the movie and my mom goes, so how was the movie? And I was like, yeah, it was great. She's like, well, what was it about? Well, I start telling the storyline of Charlotte's Web, not realizing that it's not the same as Babe. And she looks at me, she goes, 
Courtney, that's not the right movie. What movie did you actually see tonight? Oh, no! <laughs> it was so bad. What'd she say? I, I just had to tell her. And she's like, you know you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I got grounded for a week. <laughs> now, what was grounded to your parents? No, nobody over. Okay. I could only go to school and home and then no cell phone. Well, like, there was no house phone, because I didn't have a cell phone until I was, what, eighth grade? Did you have computer privileges? No. Okay, same. So, like, grounded to me meant you can't go anywhere and you can't do anything. Just be a rock. Okay. That's so great. then, same. Uh, favorite movie? Ooh. I have a list. Oh, a beautiful... Yeah. Oh, she came prepared, ladies and gentlemen. I love movies. This is an incredible discovery for you to have a list. <laughs> Um, so I have different genres, too. Okay. So, favorite drama, Gangs of New York. Okay. Along with Dead Poet Society. I haven't seen either of those. Oh, Is my. Dead Poet Society the one with Robin Williams? It's so good. Okay. Oh, life-changing. But Gangs of New York is beautiful. Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Cameron Diaz. They're good. Lovely. And I, I was floored. Um, favorite musical, Funny Girl, always. Um, favorite sci-fi is going to be a mixture between Lord of the Rings and Matrix. Okay. And then favorite comedy is Dodgeball. Okay. I haven't seen any of these movies except for Dodgeball. You haven't seen Lord of the Rings? No. I don't have time for that. Are you serious? Isn't, where is it? My precious. Yes! My gold ring. (laughs) Wear my ring. I love you. Are you a Harry Potter girl then? Okay, so I'm on the seventh book. I have, I'm 14 years late. Um, <laughs> I, I read the book and then watch the movie and I'm on the last book and it's taking me light years to get through it because I listen to them. Mm-hmm. I listen to the Jim Dale audiobooks. They're absolutely incredible, but I used to listen to them when I worked at The Sound, so I was in my car all the time. You girls not working as much, so I, you know, and I feel... I don't really just like sit around in my house without looking at something, listening to audiobooks. I mean, it would be a good opportunity to like clean out my apartment and listen to it. Maybe I should consider, but yeah, no, but I, I do love the Harry Potter stuff. It is, it's one of those things where as an adult, I understand why kids like it because it's almost like when you read it, it gives you the feeling of Christmas for something else. I, I don't know how, like, it's like believing in something that's not real, that makes you happy. The sound of butterbeer, the sound of Hogsmeade, and then they created it and I can go to it. And <laughs> that's super cool too, because it looks just like it. I just wish it was so much bigger. Yeah. It's very tiny there. But yeah, um, I am on the final book and I did just recently get um, a few things ruined for me for the book, but it's okay. It's been 14 years. So like, what's a girl to do? But We'll make it. Thank you, Big Bang Theory, the one that has all the spoilers. <laughs> um, favorite song? Oh. How do people answer this? Or like genre artist. You can go anything with that. Well, funny that you you brought up Panic at the Disco in the beginning. Because oh. I think that they're incredible and they've had the greatest comeback. And I have a friend who has like a Panic at the Disco tattoo. Really? She absolutely loves them. Yeah, she's been to like every tour. He's beautiful. Yeah, he's very, and he can sing so well. Just sing to me, baby. Yeah, like, and that uh, vibrato and mm. his also his talent in musical theater. Mm-hmm. What is his name again? Brandon something. Uh, it's weird. Yerny, Ernie. Something like that. Uh, Yuri. 
Brandon Yuri. I won't be taking his last name if he mm. wants to date me. So Got it. It's Got okay. It. I'm an independent woman. You're just going to stay a Hurtenstein forever? You know, might as well. My sister took my her husband's last name, and he, my dad only had two girls, and he's the only son, so it's going to die with us. Mm. Jesus. Isn't that a little sad? You could, like, give all of your kids different last names. That would be... <laughs> that wouldn't be right. That's probably not uh, the best idea. But you could, like, give, like, you know, if you have four of them, two of them can have yours, and then two of them could have his. And then if you guys ever get divorced, you got your children already. <laughs> you, like, you can have the first one, he can have the second one, you can have the third one, and he can get the fourth one, and you just gotta hope yeah. for the best that they're your favorites. Oh, yeah. Or after, like, a decade, we can swap if we want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe if you guys get divorced young enough, it can be, like, a parent trap situation where the kids <laughs> never knew about each other, and you've always been single to them, and they're like, wait... There's others? <laughs> this is a movie idea, people. Don't be stealing it now, because that's not what I want. Um, so the final two questions that I always ask, if you could tell your young self anything, what would you tell her? Stop having so much anxiety and just have fun. Now, do you have the cure to not having anxiety? Because I'd love it. No? I just work out a lot now, because mm. it really does help. Yeah. And sleeping a lot helps me now. Mm. I do love some yeah. sleep. I just wish I could achieve it. Yeah. And just like, honestly, I just have to be honest with myself and look at the worst parts of me in the mirror and, and just be okay with the fact that I suck at times. You know what I mean? We all do. We're human. Yeah. Instead of trying to mask it or overcompensate or try to like rationalize shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you get drunk and you mess up instead of just being like, well, maybe people didn't remember. No, people remember. You messed up. Yeah. Now you're starting from day one again. Maybe try to be better next day. You yeah. know what I mean? So I like that. That's great. Yeah. Um, you're standing at a podium. The entire world is listening. What advice, what do you tell them? What are your words of wisdom? Lord, this is the hardest question I've ever been asked. I'm sorry. My mom said fuck off if that helps you any, which I LOL'd at. Because everybody else is like, just, you know, be a better da-da-da. And she's like, you know, just like fuck off. I'm just like, oh my god, mom. I love it. Uh, probably like be accepting of the people around you and the world you live in. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Meh. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming and being on. Thanks. Was it as terrifying as you thought it was going to be? No. Yeah. See, I told you. Yeah. You just, it's, you get into it and you forget. All of my guests tell me that they're nervous. I'm like, don't be. It's the same as just talking to me. I promise. I'm not, I don't bite. Um, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to see you again next Tuesday. And as I always say, go out, suck as much dick as you can and be the best person that you can be. And I'll see you next week and have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.